Isra is a busy professional who cares about her self-development and education. Let's see what happens when she is called by her friend leading her to make a crucial decision about how she would spend the rest of her day. Hey! Yeah, oh my god, I completely forgot. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. Well, there just aren't enough hours in the day. I've still got to squeeze in the workout and I really want to finish that book I was telling you about. Wait, how can you read while you're working out or even while driving? That sounds pretty dangerous. Huh, storytell. So I can listen to the book while I'm working out? That's exactly what I need. I'll download the app now. Be like a srat. Weasel your way towards what you want to do and what you need to achieve. Download Storytel today and never waste a moment without an educating book playing in the background. You can find the Storytel link in the description. Now, let's start the show. Welcome to a new episode on Hamburger Generation, Gilles El Hamburger. Once again, we've got the amazing storyteller Nidal Murra who is sharing with us an incredibly weird and funny experience with a particularly kinky Dungeons & Dragons player. I hope you enjoy this weirdly kinky episode. So Dungeons & Dragons is a role-playing game. You build a character okay. uh, on a sheet of paper uh-huh. and you have a certain number of points and you can assign these points to certain qualities. You know, okay. you can make yourself really strong, you can make yourself really wise, a combination of both, intelligence, dexterity, whatever it may be. And you have classes and species of creatures. Um, you can be like a wizard or a dragon. or You have so many choices. Uh, there are literally books and books that fill out a library that you can choose from and build on. The purpose of this is to build an interesting combination of characters that are in your party. And this party would go on a mission to achieve a goal, to make a discovery, to solve a crime in a fantasy world setting. So Is this like a, a game game? Game, it's like a, a tabletop game. Okay. Uh, there's no board built for it. Mm-hmm. It's more of a structure. And you have the dungeon master. The dungeon master runs the game. He is a storyteller. He's someone who pulls these characters, puts them in really interesting situations. Sometimes off book, which means he comes up with the whole thing. Sometimes in reference to legendary tales or whatever it may be. So, and then what's, what's your role as a person? As a player? Yeah. To make choices throughout the game. And some of these choices are determined by luck, where you roll different dice, 20-sided dice, 10-sided dice, even three, uh, four-sided dice. Uh, uh, And based on that, you get different outcomes. Now, sometimes uh, the ending is known to the dungeon master or the person controlling this, and sometimes it's open. But the goal is to get together with friends and have fun in a structured way in a world that's familiar to to everybody. And completely imaginary. Completely imaginary. Uh, yeah, sometimes people dress up. Hmm. Uh, they wear costumes that simulate their characters. Sometimes they bring props. Other people um, uh, create objects. Uh, 
models of their character. It depends on the vibe. It depends on the group. It depends on the dungeon master. Mm -hmm. And you play it with like the same group every time or it's like changes? It can change. Traditionally, it would be the same group for X amount of sessions. Okay. That's how long it, tell, it takes to tell the story, whether it's, uh, you know, you can do one day session, you can stretch it out over months, even years sometimes. But the purpose, get together, have some fun, create characters, be imaginative. And it all happens basically in your head. Mm. Our group was a bit lo-fi, not a large group. And the max we would do is maybe put on some costumes, put on some music to create ambience, mm -hmm. and just start playing. Mm -hmm. So in creating the characters, they don't have to match reality. They don't have to match who you are. You know, they could be uh, your female, your character's male. You know, you're human, but your character is uh, an elf. And other traits, uh, right? So in our core group, because it's such a small world and, and it's a bunch of uh, uh, people who you really have to care about this to actually show up every week to mm. play and give this like two, three hours of your life. So session after session, it's exciting to have new blood, like new people show up. It's like, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'll, I'll make you a character that shows up for that one time. And if we like them, we'll keep bringing them back, add them to the party and mm. make it a whole part of the story. Mm. So it's it's not unusual to test people out, to have guests over and, and things like that. So one of these people um, was being screened basically by, by our friends. Like, uh, is he too controlling? Is he going to act weird? Is No, no, no. We vouch for this guy and we start playing together. Mm -hmm. A guy that we don't usually know, friends have vouched for. I'm running the, the, the story as uh, the dungeon master or the game master. And I like to do it in a way where I almost know what the ending is going to be, but you do fun things along the way. You have set pieces. And if they want to make choices that take you way far off, I'm down for that. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I want to be uh, exploring the possibilities as well. Mm -hmm. So this guy joins our party. He builds his character. And that's one of the things that you could do privately or in front of us. But you bring your sheet. And that sheet tells us everything that we need to know about you, including your backstory, your alliances, um, if we have a paladin in our group and he doesn't believe in their religion, things that you have to account for in the okay, story. Well, this is good. This is good. <laughs> so he had built this character that was a sorceress, a female, very witchy. All her points are like in deception and seduction and... And it was a great fit for the party that we already had because we had a big warrior. You know, we had the tank for strength and we had uh, someone to do spells and disappear and reappear and use magic. We had someone who jumps between dimensions. We had someone who speaks to animals. But we didn't have uh, uh, someone like, like his character mm. who was able to use seduction and I think revive, uh, revive people uh, like a necromancer kind of thing. So initially, uh, we start to follow our story. We start to follow his plan. And then this guy, uh, whenever his turn would come up to, you know, to make a choice in the interaction, you know, we go into a new town. We're following the rules. We're following the, the clues. There's a big mysterious thing that happened. And the party's mission is to try to figure out uh, who did it, why, and uh, who's to blame. And his methods always started with a bit of, you know, using his female character and her sexuality 
to kind of get information out of people. Mm. But he would take it a little bit too detailed sometimes. So what would initially seem like the sorceress is being seductive to the bartender starts being a bit too descriptive. And he w- I would try to guide it back by saying, okay, roll the dice to see if he's going to react or things like that. And my role as a DM, uh, as a game master, is any character that's not sitting with us, that's not a playable character, I have to voice them. Mm. I have to pretend I'm them and interact with the party. Right. So if he's speaking to the bartender, I'm the the bartender. Okay. (laughs) So this sorceress, using her voice and fully in character, would start speaking to this bartender, amping up the sexuality, and coming on to him. And I would act like... What would he say? Like, give us like a... (laughs) (laughs) So he would say things like, uh, he would arrive at the bar, ask for a big gigantic glass of uh, uh, mead, you know, chug it down. And he's like, I bet you got more of this. So initially, okay, we can dismiss that. There's no, like, there's some innuendo, but... Okay, give him more of this, and he's like, "There's more behind, the, like, there's more behind the bar. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back there and get it myself." And I'm like, "No, no one's supposed to go behind the bar." Then suddenly, the sorceress character would use her magic and get in behind the bar, and all of a sudden, this guy is describing to us how the sorceress oh, God. <laughs> is going down on this guy, and like, and you're all just sitting there staring. using her magic to. Pull the energy out of him through uh, the act of uh, sucking him off. (laughs) (laughs) No way. And because of all the layers of the the character and the magic, he has an excuse. Like there's a built-in deniability. Okay, so first session, something weird like that. The party's just happy they got the information. I'm a bit traumatized <laughs> that this dude I just met, we're sitting in someone else's house and he's vividly telling me what it feels like to be in his mouth. Yeah. And you have to be the bartender. <laughs> Does it feel good? <laughs> yes, it feels good. <laughs> no, please stop. I know everything anyway. <laughs> so I would have to then, as, as the, uh, the game master... Okay. Pause being the bartender. I'm like, let's see if you actually got the information. Roll the dice. Oh, it's a 20. Yes, he did get all the information. So I would have to give him that. Yeah. So luck also covered his ass a lot of the time. The dolls are like, fuck. (laughs) So the the first one, okay, deniable, fine. Maybe he's really committed. Okay. Were there there like awkward stares among the group? All over. (laughs) And in the game... Whenever we do things like that, you can dismiss it as the characters yeah. are weird yeah, enough. No, yeah, no, he's not weird. It's the character. But then there's something <laughs> called metagame where we can literally pause and reset and speak about it out of character. Like, hey, is it okay if I just do something like that? It's like, ah, I think it's pushing the rules a bit or even whispering to each other like, does my character actually know about this? Uh. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, you know this, 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 but they don't. So that's metagame, things that happen outside the game. Right, right, right. So in metagame... <laughs> yeah, this guy's fucked up, huh, guys? <laughs> no one is addressing it. No one is addressing not it? Not yet. Not oh. the first time. Oh, okay. 
The session was long enough for us to kind of like get excited, find the clue, go do something cool, end it on a high note, wrap it up, mm. and come back next week. Yeah. Now, coming back next week, before he shows up, we're like, dude, was that weird? Was that da? We set, we set our expectations in a way, and we're like, okay, we're going to be on a lookout for this. Okay. what? It, can you explain the group? Like, how many people are you, male, female, in group your group? Group dynamic? Yeah. It's, it's, it's five people plus, you know, um, uh, the... Sexy boy. The deviant. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it, two girls, two guys, myself as uh, a game master, and that guy. Okay. These right? are the characters of the game, or these the are actual the people. people. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. So there's females in the group as well. I yes. Yes. It's it's, it's a mixed group. Of, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and what none of us are prudes. Like, you talk about sexual things, but not as graphically or with such passion. Yeah. The second. <laughs> <Such> passion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The second session, he starts to use sex spells on a monster that. The tank, our f- fighter, the warrior character, is engaged in a fight with. Like, there's absolutely no need for any kind of help. And we're in the middle of an intense fight. Maybe I should set the stage a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, please. So they, they've gathered these clues. They finally found the first link to the, the not the big boss, but one of his henchmen. It's this uh, monstrous creature. It's not a dragon. It's made of scales. It has infinite eyes. And they have to fight it. They have to get through this monster to discover the rest of the story. Now, our tank is the one in charge of big fights, physical fights. You get the tank, mm. throw some spells of support, revive him if he gets hurt. Mm. Yeah, he's the tank. He's the tank. In the middle of the tank's fight, it's been building up for the past uh, half hour at least, rolling dice, getting good numbers. I'm getting them to a place where they think they're going to win and then a trap is going to open under them. And all of a sudden, because everybody gets a turn and you can concede your turn to the tank if you want to, it comes to the necromancer, the sorceress character. And she looks through her spells and she finds a spell uh, to cast on the monster. I flip through the book because I don't know all these things. There's literally an infinite number of these things. I flip through the, the thing. I find the spell and it's, it's a seduction spell. It's a sexual spell. So I'm like, all right, roll your dice and see if it works. And he gets a natural 20, which means he gets to do whatever he intended, right? Like the spell works the way that he's supposed to. Now you can stop there as a character, as a player. You can stop at, I got what I want. Yeah. Now the monster is under effect. Now what he does is he describes to us what the effect <laughs> has on the monster. <laughs> And a part of the effect is that he can read the monster's mind and read the monster's thoughts. And now I have to voice this monster's thoughts and speak to him. And he starts taking us down this another labyrinth of weird sexual behavior to the point where even in the metagame, the players are like, all right, dude, like uh, maybe, maybe we don't do this. And he kind of pulls back and he's like, no, no, earnestly. Like, I'll wrap it up real quick. Like, I'll finish quickly. <laughs> like, almost. Dude, no way. Almost like, yeah, almost like, like, it's like a duty that he's. Let me like, just get this out yeah. so that I have something, you know, uh, resolved in my head. And then what we realized. It's like, I'll be quick with it. I'll be quick with it. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like uh, Harvey Weinstein. Like, just let me finish. Just yeah. almost uh, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and you know talking about it we it it was apparent that like his his kink is not just role play yeah. it's forcing his own fantasy on unwilling participants mm-hmm. like that's the thing that he loved the most it's not being a sorceress or you know doing uh, imagining the act itself it's it's us being grossed out that made him excited which is why you guys which is why when we protested he's like almost like okay i'm close i'm close like let let me just finish like i'm almost there (laughs) so that was the last time we played dungeons and dragons together That was the and end. This, and, and he's probably like outside of this character. Outside of he, this like, character. As in like in his normal life, he's probably just like a normal guy walking around. Oh, you couldn't tell. Of course you couldn't tell. Yeah. yeah, it's the best neighbor who takes care of his pets and waters the plants. And he's entirely pleasant and his hygiene is good. Dude, that's so fucking funny. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> like in the middle of like a barbaric fight between the tank and this beast he's like sexual spell i shall cast on the beast and he does a voice and everything absolutely yes yeah 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 it's our reaction that mattered the most it's it's the more we got uncomfortable that he would enjoy it um actually so so us being cool about it and 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 chill initially or trying to absorb it within the character made him think like okay i gotta push more this is not working (laughs) it's not getting me off i have to (laughs) like really push these guys i gotta kick it up a notch (laughs) yeah yeah we got we got to know his kinks pretty well basically And you know what's the really funny part too is that you're the master and you have to play the role of the other. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, reverse master. Yeah, he took all the rules, all the uh, all the settings of uh, all the context, and used it perfectly yeah, to, to exactly. tickle his own fancy. You know? I was gonna say, yeah, what a what a niche, <laughs> like yeah. what a what a niche. Like kinky thing to have, yeah. yeah. Like specific to the game, specific to. See, I don't think it was. I think the game gave him a good excuse. Yeah, it's just a channel. Yeah, a deniable way of doing this, and and if he let loose and didn't care about you know social perceptions, he'd be the guy doing these acts, like maybe touching himself in public, because it's the grossing others out that he liked. But that's maybe too extreme or like, oh, that's undeniable. Like, I can't justify that. Exactly. So bit by bit, he's figured out a way to make it so that he can do this. I wonder if this is a common problem with like Dungeons and Dragons, like in the world. Like maybe this character exists in many different Dungeons and Dragons. I bet you there's people who play, if there's people who play listening to this, they're saying, I know someone like this. Right. I know someone. I think I know somebody like this, but like in real life, Mm. not in the game. You personally, Isra? Yeah. Oh, shit. I think I know somebody like this. Who likes to make others uncomfortable. Yes. As sexual pleasure who always brings up content that is overly sexual mm. and it makes i don't know yeah yeah i think i know is that. there a story sounds like there or no, story. no no i don't no. think there is uh. <laughs> i don't not for the podcast <laughs> the interesting part for me is just how he used all these uh, uh steps 
to give himself an out. Like, yeah. To, yeah. I'm just playing the game, man. I'm just really committed. Yeah. You guys are being, like, I thought you guys were cooler yeah, than this. Just, yeah. This is why I wanted to join this group and you screened me and you're all high and mighty. No, no, this is the, you guys are really projecting. Yeah. yeah. Oof, but yeah, you really took me into this world of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it's almost infinite. There's, there's so much detail that, Game masters are surrounded by books and references and things that they have to check because everybody builds their own character out of these things and they show up and um, you're not expected to know, but you maintain it and, and be fun. But we can we can do a single day game if you're actually curious. We can put something fun together. Yeah, no kinks. I'll be the <laughs> no kinks. <laughs> I'll be the oversexualized witch. Except I'll be like. She gave him a kiss on the forehead. <laughs> My last playable character was actually a person ma uh, uh, made out of trees. He was an ant, a character from the woods who knows how to commune with animals and, and use medicine to, to, to heal and, and get more powerful. And he was obsessed with uh, altering states of consciousness of other characters and all his magic was about giving other people weird perceptions so it can get real specific and and one of my partners was a bird that lived inside the beard of my character like it, it gets yeah it gets it gets really fun overlap. Damn, that's like imagination <laughs> to the next level yeah i guess that's that's what drew me to it is that it gives you a bit of scaffolding where you just populate it with, right. with, with detail. Yeah, because you yeah. like that whole imagination stuff, <laughs> yeah. right? As we learned from your previous story. Dude, as a writer, you're in the right job. Yeah, yeah, I'm lucky. Yeah, it was such a good coincidence because I can't imagine having been... Um, Do you really believe it's a coincidence, though? Maybe not. You're right. Maybe it's like a, a ping-pong ball bouncing off different mm -hmm. things and then finally finding that groove yeah and settling where it's supposed mm, to be yeah do you guys think things are like that do you, th do you guys think it's deterministic and they, they're bound to unfold a certain way i think to, to a certain level mm. maybe it will like fall into a, a an area mm. where there's multiple holes and then mm. which hole you land on is the coincidence part that's something the guy would say in the game oh and then start building on it. The guy being the dungeon master? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he would start with something like this. Like, <clears throat> it depends on which hole, and then you pry and ask. I'm so sorry. I, I took your beautiful thing, <laughs> and, and I, <laughs> I colored it with something. <laughs> no, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, it does depend on that. But the holes are already there. Yeah, yeah. The holes are already there. There's a bit of chaos. Yeah. Do you think it's entirely chaotic or? I believe in like energies. Mm. Like that you're bringing something to yourself. Attraction. Yes. Mm. Like yeah. the secret. Yeah, like the secret. I definitely believe in attraction. Like mm. you live that life, you enjoy it, you're into it, you're, you're living, breathing, you know, imagination and writing and these types of things. And eventually you'll find the right place within it. Eventually. Or it'll come to you. Yes. Okay. But as long as you are pursuing yes. your honest path. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Even if you don't know that that's the end result that you want, as long as you're living it, breathing it, like you'll bring that to you. 
You'll bring it to yourself. Mm. I don't imagine ends. I don't imagine ends or like, I try not to imagine results. Mm. I feel like if I do that and then I'm walking along the way, uh, I cannot take a detour or I might not make it to where I promised myself I would. That would leave a lot of, Mm. for me, what feels like a lot of unexplored uh, little trails that go off to the side. Mm. And if it's if it's intended or or determined to be, that trail is going to circle back and, and fall back into the valley. Yeah. So? Yeah. yeah. Like rivers. Yeah. They join. Mm. Eventually they join. Eventually in the ocean. But if I'm looking at the ocean and the river is going like this, but no, the ocean. there's that struggle. Uh, so? Yeah. I didn't get used to this. Still, I think. I still catch myself being pulled in, in two different directions and uh, <laughs> yeah definitely yeah. pulled in different directions I agree with that pulled in like 10 different directions can you tell us two I don't even have one <laughs> <laughs> static <laughs> vibrate in place <laughs> that's fun <laughs> I have days like that uh. Halloween حلقة اليوم برعاية Storytel Storytel هو تطبيق تقدر تسمع منه لآلاف من الكتب الصوتية باللغة العربية والإنجليزية عبر التطبيق تقدر تسمع بدون ما يكون جوالك مشبوك على النت ويمكنك تسريع القراءة ووضع علامة لحفظ المكان اللي بتوقف عنده حملوا تطبيق Storytel وجربوه عبر اللينك في صندوق الوصف Well, I am definitely never going to look at Dungeons and Dragons the same way again. Thank you, Nidal, for the story, and thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to support us on Patreon, Instagram, and YouTube. We've got plenty of content on all these platforms. I'm Jamil on the Hamburger Generation podcast, and we'll catch you on the flip side.